Property Group GrowthPoint reported full-year results today. The company is, of course, one of the biggest REITs on the JSE. It has a market cap of around $80 billion, and the group has declared a dividend of 208.6 cents a share. That is an increase of 6.5% compared to the previous year. On the line is Norbert Sasser. He is the CEO of GrowthPoint. Uh, Norbert, welcome to the show. Should shareholders be happy with a 6.5% increase in the dividend? Uh, Lake, I think so. Uh, my personal view is at the moment is that any growth is actually good growth. You know, if you look at some of the results that have been published recently by some of the retailers and like many of the South African corporates that are exposed to the South African economy, uh, you know, certainly uh, times are, are clearly very, very tough and uh, many of them are uh, reporting reduced Profits or lower profits. Uh, nobody's really making losses necessarily, but uh, certainly lower levels of profit. So we guided the market for about a 6.5% increase at the beginning of the year. Uh, we confirmed that at the half year and uh, we managed to deliver it for the year. I guess it's the, the makeup, uh, you know, which is interesting where, you know, the growth uh, in certainly large part actually came from our. Uh, internationalization strategy and uh, further investments uh, offshore rather than uh, necessarily from the core South African business, which continues to be under tremendous pressure. Yeah, the SAPI index is uh, pretty much the dog of the JSC this year, down 20% um, since January. Um, you, the growth point share price is down around 3.5% year to date. But do you think this whole negative, uh, you know, headwinds uh, in the sector is maybe a, a bit overdone? Uh, I think you've got to probably, you know, look into it a bit more, a bit deeper. You know, that 20% decline is obviously significantly weighted uh, towards what happened, I guess, with the companies uh, in the, let's call it the broader resilience stable, where, you know, those guys are down between 36 and 60-odd percent, and they're a very significant component of the index. And, you know, the the downward movement in those prices have got nothing actually to do with fundamentals in property. Uh, you may or may not be aware of, I guess, some of the you know the uh, potential investigations that are outstanding there, et cetera, et cetera. So I think, you know, core, if you stripped out the noise from, from that, that particular group, you know, the core fundamental business of property and property investment and the property returns are actually pretty reasonable, you know, given the, the state of the domestic economy. And obviously many of the other listed property companies have also ventured offshore. And certainly uh, I think those that have ventured offshore are showing slightly better returns than the ones that are just really uh, exposed to the domestic uh, economy. So uh, I don't think, um, I think it, it appears, you know, overdone, as you say. But I think you've got to strip out that noise, which is linked to the to the resilient group. And you might say that, uh, you know, on that basis, it's not quite, you know, as, as overdone as you might suggest. But um, yeah, nonetheless, I think, you know, certainly there is uh, generally a pretty negative sentiment all around relative to you know, property, as you say, used to be the darling. And at the moment, it's facing uh, undoubtedly a few headwinds. Uh, but again, you know, we are, I guess, a proxy for the South African economy. You know, if the economy is not growing, it's impossible for us to you know, show significant growth in rentals and occupancies, et cetera, et cetera. Your vacancy rate increased from 4.4% to 5.4%. Now, that is a, a one percentage point increase. But uh, if you work it out, it's actually a, a significant rise of around 22% in your vacancies. What is the story here? Is that also just a reflection of the economic conditions? And 
undoubtedly, absolutely. I mean, the market's never been you know more competitive domestically. So, uh, you know, we we have circa 30 listed property players. Everybody's vying for the same uh, tenants. I think uh, you know the the one percent move is mainly in our office portfolio. And uh, the retail portfolio remained relatively stable, uh, as did industrial. So the bulk of the move in the office portfolio, and um, you know that sector has been probably the weakest of the three for the last uh, last three to four years. Uh, remain continues to remain weak. Uh, the demand for offices is very patchy and is very specific for a specific kind of office. You know, the, the tenants are looking for modern, energy-efficient uh, type buildings with big floor plates. So, you know, some of the, the older buildings are, are, are less attractive. And, um, you know, as you, as you well know, there's still a fair bit of development taking place, notwithstanding the weak economy. Uh, but that is in an effort to produce the kind of assets that, in fact, the, the market wants, you know, these modern green energy efficient buildings with, with big floor plates. So, um, yeah, the movement is directly linked to the, uh, let's say, the state of the economy where very few companies, as you know, are, are growing and expanding. Most of the big corporates are still consolidating and, uh, and reducing space. You sold around 20 properties during the period. Uh, that seems to be a large number. It is. But bear in mind, we do also have a, a very significant portfolio. You know, our total South African uh, assets uh, amount to 454 properties across the country. So, as a percentage, you know, 20 is not, uh, you know, not such a big number. Mm. But yeah, I mean, we, we definitely have uh, taken a view uh, over the last couple of years. I think if you go back in our results, the last sort of two or three years, every year we've been selling between one and a half and two billion range of assets. Uh, this year, probably a little bit more pronounced. During the year itself, uh, I think we sold uh, in the order of about uh, 1.5 billion rand worth of assets. And then at balance sheet date, uh, we held another 3 odd billion rand worth of assets for sale. So these would be assets that we have sold. Uh, we've got signed contracts uh, for the sale, but they haven't quite transferred yet. So transfer would only take place after the balance sheet date. Uh, that's another 3 billion. So you know, all in all, you know, over about over sort of a five odd billion rand worth of sales. It, it is a big number, and it is part of our, our strategy to you know to optimise the portfolio, uh, to uh, get rid of some of the non-core properties, and uh, use some of those proceeds to further our internationalisation strategy. So, what you're saying, it's not out of the norm, um, and it's just part of your your whole strategy. But how many new projects are you busy with in South Africa? Yeah, we again we we spend about two billion a year in new developments. Um, this year in particular, uh, the big uh, certainly the one that's uh, been the highlight of our results for the last two odd years has been the Discovery Head Office building here in Sandton. Uh, you know that's uh, over over three billion rand project. Uh, we did that in joint venture with uh, with a private developer called Zenprop. Um, we have, uh, you know, commitments, uh, future commitments uh, in excess of a couple of billion. Uh, so every year we're spending a, a couple of billion on new projects and new developments. Uh, and um, we've roughly been selling an equal amount. So, you know, net our total, let's say, asset value in, in the South African portfolio hasn't necessarily, you know, grown uh, due to the, the dynamic of, of selling 
some, um, but then replacing that with, with, let's say, new developments. The construction industry is uh, really in a in a bad space, and we've seen some big players such as Essor, Basil Reed, Avenge, and a few others apply for business rescue. Obviously, you uh, you are related to that industry. Are you concerned about this, and does it affect you? I think, um, yeah. I mean, we are deeply concerned about it. I guess once again because it talks to the state of the South African economy, and um, so you know, on a broader basis, we we are very concerned about it. I think uh, if you bring it closer to home, it obviously reduces, uh, let's say, our ability, you know, to uh, get pricing tension. You know, when uh, when we do go out to tender on some of these developments, you don't really want to be a situation where you only have one or two companies that could potentially, you know, do the work for you because uh, it just reduces some of the competition and some of the price uh, tension that you could potentially create. So, uh, yeah, it is uh, it's certainly uh, worrying for us. Uh, for now, at the level at which we are developing, uh, two odd billion a year plus uh, at the waterfront, we probably spend another 500 million to 700 million a year. You know, we do find that there's enough capacity uh, in the construction industry and in the, in the market to satisfy, you know, whatever needs we have uh, and demands we have on them. Just lastly, are you worried about the current uh, land debate and uh, implications for, for Grove Point? Yeah, I think it is certainly something which is uh, on everybody's mind. Uh, it is something which is, I mean, very critical not only to to us but for the country as a whole. We remain, I think, encouraged, you know, by the fact that there is a, a process underway, uh, which seems to be a, a pretty well managed process. And uh, more recently, if you read. Uh, you know, the press on uh, what the president has articulated was a the process. You know, we, we encourage that at the end of the day, you know, you'll have a, you'll have a sensible outcome following a, a rigorous process uh, and, and a transparent process. But I think the critical thing is that one way or another, there needs to be a level of certainty uh, around the issue. And policy needs to be uh, adopted and, and clarified so that everybody knows exactly where they stand. And once that's clear, you know, at least then, you know, you, you know what you're dealing with. Have you delayed any projects due to concerns? We haven't at this particular point uh, delayed any, uh, any of our new investments and new development projects uh, due to these concerns. Um, and um, as I said, in the overall context of the, of the size of the business, uh, the development pipeline of, of two billion a year is is relatively is relatively modest, and um, but it certainly you know is uh, is something which we take to account at uh, every time we're making uh, investment decisions. Thank you, Norbert. That was Norbert Sasser, CEO of Grove Point. And that's it for this edition of the MoneyWeb at Midday Show. Uh, from myself, Raik Fanikak, and the MoneyWeb team. Thanks for tuning in.